baby, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> what up? <laughs> What's going down? Any last words? Any last words? This is an last words podcast. It is. What does that if, mean? What does that? What does if, that mean to you, sir? If, if you know, you know. But no, it's if you it's, know, you know. It's 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 a shout out to uh, Pop Smoke. Well, well, okay. Well, I guess now we know. I guess. Yes. <laughs> turn from if you know, you know, to actually let me just tell you. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case. What's going down, man? How you feeling? What's popping? Man, I'm good today. It's been real productive for me. Um, you know, I got up. Um, I went to the store. What did I do this morning? Went with Antoinette to get her emissions done. Uh, came home, played a little bit of video games, did some homework. Um, productivity. Um, played a little bit more video games, and now I'm drinking a little bit of Jack Daniels. Neat. Do you ever and get I'm, a chance to just be a fucking like slob? How do you feel about? <laughs> do you, how do you feel about just not being productive at all? Like through the course of an entire day, not oh, not I'm, getting a fucking thing done at all. Um, I would be absolutely fine with that, but I just have too many things going you on just in my live, life. Yeah, too too many to, too many streams of income, right? Like, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I have two of those. Yeah, but. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like I had, and you know what? This is actually something that I think about quite often. I I just wonder sometimes, like, do I have too much on my mm. plate? And it's like I, I'm probably not doing nearly as much as you know some people well, that's, are. That's very true. But, <laughs> um, but I always just think, like, am I doing too much? You know, like, what is too much for me? You know, right. I don't think I've I don't think I've hit that that I don't think I've hit that threshold. Right. Yet, where I'm like, God damn, I got to cut something out of right. life. But I do, you know, sometimes I just think like, damn, like, I just you, feel like a lot of times I do just have something that must when, be when, Like, what makes ever. you feel that way? Like, you just be tired as fuck? Your bones aching? You, you, like... Um, no, because I have this, this feeling of guilt sometimes when I know that there's something I need oh. to do, but I'd rather just like... I don't want to do right. that shit. Like, I just don't. Like, I just, I'd rather just sit here and not do anything. Right. Maybe just watch TV or just, you know, play video games for the for rest sure. of the day. Because those, you know what I'm saying? But between work, which, you know, I was thinking about this uh, yesterday, actually. Eight hours of work <laughs> is one third of Very your true. day. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, damn, like these niggas, because like they want us to get eight hours of work and they want us to get eight hours of sleep. And that just, that leaves eight hours for, for other, for whatever for miscellaneous. Can, yeah. For whatever else you can yeah, fit very, in there. Very true. You know what I'm saying? Very true. And honestly, I don't feel like, I don't, I mean, eight hours, sure. It's, it's a good amount of time, but it's not a lot of time. It, like, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's why it's, <laughs> it's, it's just like your finances. You know, a lot of times people feel like they don't make a certain amount of money that they feel like they they want to live a certain lifestyle and they're like you know i don't make the money to live that lifestyle or to feel comfortable in my own skin to feel secure about what it is i have yeah. going on right but i think a lot of it a lot of it has to do about your expenses you know what i mean yeah. so same thing when it comes to you expending energy or effort on any given activity throughout the day. So I think it's with that last eight hours, because I do like my eight hours of sleep. I do. I don't you yeah. really need it, to be honest. Like, I feel good with six. I really do. But, yeah, but, but definitely. You know I mean? <laughs> I'll yeah, take for six. sure. But, but I'm really not trying to go less than that. 
Right. But <laughs> if you do have those eight hours left, and also I usually don't, I don't really work a job that is really eight hours every time I go to, every time I go to work. But that's just me. But right. again, for the, for the regular person, eight hours sleep, eight hours of work, that other eight hours, how are you going to spend it? You could go take an hour and a half at the gym. So now we're at six and a half hours. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I don't. I mean, I don't know what else you have to do if you need to. You know, if it's a day you need to go like grocery shopping or go get your oil change or something like that. That's maybe like another hour, hour and a half yep. yourself. You know what I mean? So you are like five, five hours. You're, maybe you want to read. You know what I mean for like thirty minutes or to an hour or something. Or do or, or do, do homework or do some like homework. It's rough. It's rough. You want to do stuff. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're not getting that eight hours of sleep. That's really what. <laughs> <laughs> no. That, that, and that's what that's you really, yeah, that usually That's what it comes down to. You're not getting eight hours of sleep. Yeah. That's what you usually sacrifice, yeah. you know? Because, like, on, a, on an average night, I get up around, I get up around 730 yeah. to start my day if I'm going to work. Um, in the morning. If I'm going to work in the morning, I get up around 730. And I usually, I'm in the bed by, like, I try to be in the bed by like midnight. Yeah. So, I mean, that's still like seven and a half yeah, hours of yeah. sleep. But a lot of times it, it, it just, time is just, it never seems like you have enough. Right. I think, I think that that's what a lot of, you know, what's interesting is to. I think a lot, I think that there are a lot of people because that's just one take on it. I think there are a lot of people that are fucking bored out of their mind and they feel like they have too much time on their hands. Well, yeah, I've you're been, right. I've been, those I've people, been one of those people before. <laughs> I've definitely, there was definitely a point in time in which I was just at my parents' crib, like living there, rent free, bill free, car <laughs> note free. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I had to pay for nothing but food for myself. Yep. Weed. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, at a point in time, maybe. I, you, what? Hey, hey, hey. You know, Earl. You shouldn't smoke. <laughs> that was so funny. I'm just, I'm, I was just such a just a nonchalant asshole about the way I was doing stuff. I know that my parents didn't want me to be smoking oh, the copious amounts of weed that I was smoking at the time. But yet, even then, I would wake up in the morning, put on my fucking robe, walk through the house, eat some food that I didn't pay for. Walk, walk out of the house, sit in front of the house in my girlfriend's car, windows yep. up, directly in front of the house. Like, you walk out the front door, you just see us in the car and, ju- yep. and just hot box the shit out that car. Yeah. And when he got out, when he drove up and got out his car and he came over, he didn't notice what was happening at first. So he came over to just, you know, knock on the window, like, say something to me. Shoot, shoot yeah, the shit. Yeah, he came over. <laughs> I rolled that over. There's nothing you can do at that point. <laughs> you roll that window down and just that billow, just smoke yep. billowing out, just a mushroom cloud of smoke coming out, <laughs> smacking him in the face. <laughs> he just looked at me. He was just like, Earl. Because <laughs> at this point, he's had so many. This was to the point where they just like started to give up on me. They're like, man, fuck it. He's just going to be him. Yeah, and he just looked at me. Yeah. He was just tired. You could just tell. That he said this with all the weight and just the extraneous amount of just like energy taken from him through the years of from my bullshit. And yep. he's just like, Earl, 
just you shouldn't smoke so much, all right, man. <laughs> just, and just turned around and walked up the driveway. But I was like, like, fuck it, man. I'm just, I gotta say this because I'm your dad and I, this is how I feel. But like, what? Do what you want with the information. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh my gosh, bro. Oh man, there's hey, just so hey, many hey. times that my dad has just said some shit to me, and it's like. I, when to, it's funny when someone's angry with you versus when they're angry out of pure frustration and confusion like when I would like get in trouble and then I'd like sneak somebody into the house and then he'd catch me like kick them out of the house and then he uh-huh. I remember him vividly like this was the last time he like really like screamed at me cause this uh-huh. was after I got caught in the house smoking weed with everybody and we were in there drinking and then yeah. I was grounded or whatever. And then I invited, you know, a girlfriend at that time over. And he came downstairs or whatever and saw her. And he was just like, yo, Earl, like, you know what I mean? And she was like <laughs> half naked at the time, too. So that didn't help. Oh, God. So sent her home. And he was just like, Earl, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, he was like, honestly, tell me. Like, I need to know. Like, <laughs> he was like legitimately like, but like, I need to know, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, you don't listen to a Yo. fucking thing. Yes, it was funny. Yo, shout shout out to our parents yeah. for putting up with our shit. Oh all my right. gosh, that you right? You oh, know what? Thank you, goodness. Keon, because that can't that can't be stressed <laughs> enough. It really can't. It really, really can't. Like, shout out to our parents. We don't even know half the sacrifices that they made for us. You know what I mean? Like, just think about it. Like, Ja'Cory, he sees you as dad. You know what I mean? And and he loves you. And he knows that you clearly take care of him. And you send him to camps. And you get him the the clothes. And you you stay fresh with the haircuts. And he goes, this nigga traveling overseas. Like, he's he's having a great childhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? He he lives in the life. He has no idea, as he shouldn't, like, where this started. Who you were when you and his baby mom, like, had him. You know what I mean? And the things yeah. that you had to sacrifice and who you had to become and how you had to, you know, make shit work, how you had to make shit pop for him. And how you're still in the process of doing that now. Yeah, man, it's 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 really interesting um being a parent, especially a young parent. Um, and just you know how like it's kind of cliche and you'll you'll like see these TV shows where like you know, people grow up and they're adults now and they're like, man, like, my parents were right. That shit is not cliche. Oh. Like, it's, it is like, they were right about a lot of things. They were right about they, mostly what they were right about was the fact that they, that they cared for you and that, and that yeah. the, the decisions that they made and the reasons that they tried to instill in you were they, because they felt like that was going to be best for you. That's mostly what they're right about. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to parents, man. It, it ain't easy being one. It ain't easy. I, I, I really, I really couldn't imagine. I, yeah. I'm gonna be a dope ass uncle. <laughs> man, I'll be a dope ass uncle. You know what I mean? I can get the kids back, but Uncle Earl, <laughs> uncle Earl is definitely gonna be a dope ass uncle. That's 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 for sure. Yeah. That's a, that's that's a thousand and ten percent. Does Julian does does Julian want to have kids? Is that like a thing he wants to do? Uh, this arrogant motherfucker at one point i think it was a chris i don't know it's one of those times he comes up here and, and acts like he's part of the family i think it might have been christmas or thanksgiving or something like that but he i distinctly remember him saying some shit like it would be a waste of his parenting abilities 
<laughs> his parenting like potentialities, right? Uh-huh. Uh to not have children. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, pretty much what he's saying is that if he had children, they would be such a net plus for the world that it would be very negligent of him to not have children and give that to the world. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was his way of putting it. I, now, I threw some flair in there, but that's what he was getting to. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, right. like the, I, li- I mean, I like the confidence. I like the yeah, like and, and then clearly he's going to have He's gonna have children. I mean, with somebody that's probably very strong as well. <laughs> yeah, as well, you know yeah. So they're uh, definitely they're definitely gonna be strong. Like that. Some, they gonna be some thoroughbreds. <laughs> uh, oh shit! Them uh, niggas gonna come out the gate benching one seventy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, out the womb for sure. That little uh, mulatto, that little mulatto child. oh shit hey you know what i'm not even gonna lie to you though like i think about that not quite often but like every time like i just see him in like posts and whatnot (laughs) i just be thinking like yo this nigga (laughs) this nigga this nigga chose his side all right (laughs) oh hold on (laughs) yo Hold on, we can't, hold on. I can't do that, man. I can't do that. He chose a side. Nah, he, he's got black friends. He's, yeah. he, he is attracted to the, Ooh, to the black, to the black, Ooh, Tristan. Tristan. Hold on a second. Hold on. We got, we got Dre. I don't know if you remember Dre. Junior C say used to live with us. You, you, you know they were sprinkled. Okay, they were, they were, they were peppered. The last time he talked to Junior C say, they yeah. were they were peppered in the salt. They were peppered uh, in the salt. I get it. They were peppered around, but I mean they clearly weren't like me and like my friends group growing up. You well, know look, what I mean, but just just so we're clear, I have nothing against that. It's just an observation. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, for sure. I mean, him and I, we definitely have a different. We we grew up. In the same household, same room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Playing the same video games over that, but just grew up <laughs> hanging out with different people and just growing up differently. One just <laughs> interested in completely different things. Him yeah. and I, it's interesting, man. Like it's interesting siblinghood. It is. When, it especially is. When, when you grow up in the same place and then you just realize you're just so different. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I believe so much in you know, when you have the nature versus nurture talk with people. Yo, that's crazy. That's literally what my sociology homework was on today. Oh, word. Yeah, that's okay. crazy. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 there, there is space for both of these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when it comes to that, that nature, it's just like me and my brother were never meant to be the same person or even remotely close right. to the same people. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> We just, yeah, we it's, just, we just in this different shit. It's it's crazy how that works. Like you grow up in the same household, but you're you're you know that you're influenced by things outside of that household too, and those things shape you as well. You know, like, right, 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 right. Yeah, like yeah. the the friends that you choose. Uh, you know, that has a huge effect, actually. Right, <laughs> for sure, right, for sure. But just even breaking that down, it's like it's just interesting coming from the same household and and. Mostly for the same part, having the same uh, sort of ideologies instilled in you from your parents that yeah, are raising exactly. you, but exactly. yet, but yet you guys chose to choose different, completely sets of like different uh, groups of friends, mm-hmm. like hopping in different demographics. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yep, yep. So what was it that did that? Again, it was the nature of of your brain and your spirit. You know what I mean? That you're like, nah, like that doesn't quite resonate with me. 
I think that these people are kind of dry and fake. I'm a roll over here. Yeah, right. You right. know what I mean? And then maybe he's just like, ah, those people kind of seem like dumb and whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? I'm not on that wave. Those know? people. Come on, man. I wasn't trying. I wasn't. I was kind of trying to do that, but not really at the same time. Like, I was. I was <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah, it's just interesting, like what resonates with our beings. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I just had a really, really, really awesome night hanging out with a new friend. Yeah. And we, her and I, were, had all sorts of different sort of discussion. We probably talked for like two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, and we just had discussion about you know fine arts, visual arts, uh, communicational arts. You know, because I had to throw my shit in there, and um. Just all sorts of stuff. And, and we were just talking about, like, what art is. Because for me, I believe that all human beings are naturally born artists. That, that's how I believe in because of the way that I, I conceptualize art and, and creation, mm-hmm. right? And the interpretation of those things. But I did wanted to, I did want to ask you, um, before I went into mine, because, you know, I, I'd be ranting. So I wanted to ask you about what you feel like your lane of art is your real. And I feel like I, I'd have a decent idea, but I'd like for you to expound on it. Like what, what art is for you, how you interpret art, how you interpret your creation or, uh-huh. or, or your, um, I don't know, I guess the way that you sort of interweave yourself into the tapestry of the art that you like to be a part of. Uh-huh. And you know what I mean? How it resonates with your being, what it does for you. All that I want you to speak about art and, and, and your your facet of art. Um, well, I definitely think that I mean I, it's it's obvious that you know I'm into music. I've always been into music. You know, like you watch, you've literally watched me go through different phases That's very of, true. My, of myself when yeah. it comes to music. Yeah. Um, even back to the why is he? Why is he? Why is he? Yeah, you know oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, young rappers, man. yo, young hey, rappers. Hey, and shout out, shout out to every young kid that want, especially the black kids, because I, uh, you know, yeah. mo- it's mostly them. Every young black kid that has this, the desire to be a rapper, um, you know, it ain't for everybody. But if you want to try it out, go ahead, because I'm gonna tell you this: it's fun. That experience, <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget it. You know, ever in my life, the experience of, you know, calling the studio my second home and being in there and and making music like it's Mm. it's nothing like it, nothing like it. Um, But, you know, I've grown to, you know, take music um, and go a different route with it, Um, not really producing it, but but playing it and and being in the Using it as entertainment for others. Um, right. I think I think that my art is first of all, art is something that you have. You got to have a passion about it. It has to come from the heart. You got to love it. You got to love doing it for free. Mm. Um, and that's what DJing is to me. Um, it's different every single time. Every, no set is the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even if I'm DJing at the same place, like I was in, um, I was in Santorini Nights out in Gainesville. Like mm. every set was different you know like you're up there you're expensing your your mental energy trying to entertain a bunch of bunch of people that will probably never appreciate what you're really doing Mm. um and it's 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 fun it's 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 lovely it's it's probably the most natural high that i can ever 
that I've ever had in, in this life is okay. being behind the booth and being up there, hitting those switches, turning those dials, hitting those cues. Um, I love it. I love it. Every All single right. piece of it. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I think that everybody, like I said, natural born artists. So you, I feel like there's just a lot of pent up sort of like aggression, sadness, or just confusion if you don't have some sort of avenue, yeah. if you don't have some way to portray, exude that, you know what I mean? And just get out all of those feelings. And, and so for a lot of people, it isn't just communication with words, you know what I mean? So uh-huh. it's just like, they have to find some sort of way you might paint. It might be music. It might be some sort of photography or, or singing. It, I don't know what it might be, but there, there's so many, there's so many ways we have to create things in our minds before we can manifest them into this material world. So every time you look around at something, somebody created that shit. Yeah. You look around at anything, even if it's like a structure, an idea, like somebody created it. Somebody, it had to come from somebody's mind first. Yep. You know what I mean? So they, they, that's the artistry in itself. Um, so I can really get into anything if somebody is like passionately talking, selling to me their art, you know, how they went into whatever it is, the whole creative process. Yep. It makes me, It makes me think of one of the... One of the times that I was on a psychedelic trip, I was with uh, Justin. Psychedelic. Yeah, for sure, man. I was fucking tripping. It was great. It was, tripping I was balls. Yeah, I think I, I, you know, I may have been off like, like you know, like two hundred micrograms. So that would be like, uh, like two, like two tabs, <laughs> like two tabs of acid. What is um, this Breaking Bad? Two hundred <laughs> right. micrograms. Well, first and foremost, <laughs> I'm pretty certain they were selling heroin. No meth, meth. Oh, so so okay. no, so no. This is not Breaking I, Bad. I've never seen one episode. So oh, are you, you got serious? It. Yeah, yep. they were selling. Yeah, they were selling meth. I've never seen it. All I know. It's a great. Is, oh, you really got to see that. You guys. I've see never Breaking seen Bad. one. Episode, it's such a good so. show. It's such yeah, a good show. I hear, I hear Shout good out to Brian Cranston. I hear good things about it. Yeah, he's amazing. And he also, and Brian Cranston also did really well in the movie LBJ, in which he played Lyndon B. Johnson. And, uh, and, and he was uh, also in Malcolm in the Middle. Oh. Oh, he was. He sure was. He was the dad. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, he's amazing, man. <laughs> hey, you know what's really funny is I was talking about the LBJ movie to RJ last night, and I was telling him that he should watch it because it was, like, really insightful. Because uh, uh, I didn't really know too much about, like, his term. Honestly. What made you watch that? I was I was just looking for, like, really nice character pieces. I didn't want, like, some blockbuster bullshit. Like, I, I wanted to watch a real character piece. I, I knew uh-huh. I, kind of, I wanted to cry. I wanted, like, emotion to be evoked. Oh, you should have just you should have just watched Pursuit of Happiness. All right, I can't just keep watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just keep watching because that's movie. that's like, the greatest movie that's ever been on film ever. Well, all right, here's the thing. I want to <laughs> ask you this question because you might shit on him too. Okay. Because um, because <laughs> Martin Luther King had a, had a big deal to do with LBJ's uh, <laughs> his term in presidency. Okay. And RJ was like, "Oh, he's like, I'm about to watch this shit for real." He's like. Wait a minute, who played Martin Luther King? Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> and then and then when the all right, so I didn't know his name at first, uh-huh. but I but I knew characters he played. Uh-huh. And the very first character he played, I knew that if I said that character, it would disgrace him in RJ's in RJ's <laughs> mind. And he'd be like, Oh man, fuck that. Are you serious? All right. This is who, this this is who played Martin Luther King. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You remember uh, Papa Doc from Eight Mile? <laughs> he's, yes. He's he's also Hawkeye. Yes. I believe, or, or, yes. Or was he, or is he is he Hawk or Hawkeye? Hawkeye. 
Then what is the dude that shoots the arrows in the Avengers movies? That is, um... If, if that's not Hawkeye, what is he? What type of eye does fuck. he have? He, that's, um... God damn. As if I haven't seen every movie. Yeah, I feel like you should um, know because you're a nerd. No, I, I do know. Um, damn it. Uh, hold on, I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Well, anywho, it's it's him. I think his name is like Christopher Mackey or something like that. The black dude. Yeah, yeah, pop. Yeah, I know exactly. Who you're yeah, about. so he plays Martin Luther King. RJ was not, and he was not thrilled about that. <laughs> I mean, no, it's it's Anthony Mackey. Anthony um, Mackey. I said Christopher. Yeah, Anthony Mackey. But I mean, he's become very versatile with his roles. Like he had, he start, he's had, he for had, sure. he has some range. You know for, sure, like, for sure, for sure, for sure. So, I, so I, I don't. I would, I would need to see the movie. RJ first. said, like, "Yeah, I, right." Before you, that's that's a good way of looking at it. RJ was like, "Listen, motherfucker, if it ain't Chadwick Boseman, <laughs> nigga, no, why? Because he because he played Thurgood Marshall. Because he played everybody. Because he played Thurgood Marshall. Because he played fucking Jackie Robinson. Because he played uh, King T'Challa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's just that man. Dude. Nah." <laughs> nah. I'm like, listen, man, we can't get this dude to play everybody. Right? Yeah, like, come on, man. Relax, man. Relax. That's so that's really, really funny. Uh, do you got the name of this motherfucker from the Avengers yet? It is I feel like it has to be club man. Is it okay? Has to be okay, close. okay. We were both actually wrong. Hawkeye is the white guy. Is the white guy with Anthony the air with the Anthony, Yeah, Anthony Malkin is Anthony Mackie is Falcon. Oh, fal- okay. I knew that they were both birds. So I just, yeah. I just lost a little bit of uh, Marvel cred right then and there because kind I'm of, a big kind of. Marvel fan. Yeah, you definitely but, did. Anybody that but listens I'm, I'm this also, is Marvel, it's like, man, these niggas don't know nothing. I'm also it? drinking right now, so. Uh, okay, yeah. all right. I'll give you, I'll give you that. <laughs> anyway, hold on a second. I was totally getting to a point before the LBJ thing. Uh, oh, okay. So I'm tripping on acid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and Justin brings up this point. He was telling RJ that he felt like photography, because he got in some argument with a girl earlier on that day, that mm-hmm. photography for him is not art. Now, what? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever told you. Yeah. So, so we're tripping on this, right? We're thinking about a lot of different things. We're, we're drawing inspiration from a lot of different things that he says very boldly, <laughs> photography is not art. And RJ was like, right. Justin said this. Yes. Well, okay. it's a Justin well, the, thing to say. Yeah, it is. It makes a lot of sense. Now. So he's about to take another L, right? So yep. he's just like, all right, well, why not? RJ's like, what do you talk? Like, explain this to me. I'm going to let you walk me through it. And he's just like, I feel as the, I interpret art as pure creation, right? And it may not necessarily be original to, per se, because we all draw inspiration from people before us and things like that, subliminal you know, subconscious or whatever, things that you don't know how it got in there, whatever. So the whole originality thing is that's that's muddy waters. But mm-hmm. what he's saying is it's creation. He was like, in, in photography, you are capturing a moment that would have happened with or without you being there to capture it. So you're not really creating anything. The moment was being created out of life, organic life itself. You just happen to be there to see it and press a button. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So it like it it sounded like kind of good on paper for a second, but then if you think about it for another second, 
it's like easily debunked, especially if you know anything about photography and what it takes so to be a, a photographer. So according to this nigga, a nigga got to draw it on a blank sheet of paper for it to be art. Like it can't. Justin be. said that if you gave him the most expensive camera in the world, he could take just as good of, of photos as anybody else. No. <laughs> no. That's what he said. He said, if you give me the camera, he was like, I'm not a photographer. Don't take pictures except on my iPhone, you know, but. If you give me the most expensive camera in the world, I'll take these National Geographic photos. I'll take, I'll take the photos that you see because that's so, all it takes. Is you know equipment. what? You know what? Very ignorant. Yeah, very ignorant. But you know what? Justin sees that the same way that I see when I go to an art museum and a nigga hangs up a, <laughs> a, a piece of white cloth and it's <laughs> art. That's, yes. that's how he sees that. Yes. But at, yeah, right. So at the same, that's very true. So everybody has like their thresholds, right? For yeah. what they're for what they were willing to tolerate or deem art. At the end of the day, I think that it's just it's just expression, and it, if it moves someone, then it moves someone. Yeah. So then that they have value in that that right. that thing. You know what I mean? Right. Is curating value, right? So anyway. So I kind of go off at a point in time and I start laying down and I'm just like really in my mind and I'm just letting all these shapes play in my mind, these shapes and colors sort of go, these kaleidoscope sort of dreams that I'm having. It's really awesome mm-hmm. for anybody that's never done these things. It's really, really fucking cool. That's not what I experienced. Yeah, well, yeah, you, yeah. I, well, you, you were in a different... Well, we'll get to that. Oh, no, we'll get to that. <laughs> but I've heard Joe Rogan coin it as... Because I think he was talking about doing DMT. And he was talking about geometric. I'm sorry. Pattern. I'm sorry. What What does that mean? What D- is DMT? Oh, oh, DMT. Oh, it's it's another psychedelic. It's like another hallucinogenic. Okay. Drug, whatever you say. It's, it's it's really strong, but it lasts much much like. Does it so, require so a on... needle? No, <laughs> yo, you gotta relax. <laughs> does it require a needle? No, it doesn't. But anywho, geometric shapes and patterns of love and understanding. So in in that. It's sort of like the conversation we were having before. I'm speaking English to you right now. You happen to understand the language of English. It doesn't take you a second to understand the words that are coming out of my mouth. As soon as I say them, you just, they just register, right? When I was watching these shapes fold in and out of each other and twist and turn and contort and go away and come back and be different colors and all that, it was uh-huh. if someone was speaking English to me. Uh-huh. I, I felt no less connected or understanding of these shapes than if someone were saying words to me like you and I are talking right now. And it was the trippiest thing ever. And so I was sort of like taking a lot from it and just like sort of like listening in a sense, if you will, to like these, these shapes and things. And I just kept coming away with everything is everything and nothing at the same time. And everything, there are parallels and you know it's what a, I mean? Like, damn, nigga. yeah, like, yeah, like it was, it was just, it was. This nigga then fell into a black hole. No, it was, it wasn't a black hole at all. It, that's, that's the thing. It, it, if anything, it was more enlightening. Like when you do these, these sorts of drugs, you don't have like the heavy, lethargic, cloudy feeling that you do when you do a lot of drugs. These seem light and enlightening and, and eye-opening. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's not like falling into the dark abyss. You know what I mean? And losing, yeah. and losing yourself in that. It's 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 a losing and a finding at the same time is what you feel. Yeah. But I started thinking about my art, my communicative art, and the way that I look at it, and that I feel as though 
all you're doing is just taking concepts because that's all words are is you're taking concepts and you're placing them together in such a way that other people understand and it creates feeling it evokes feeling if you're good enough at it right you know what i mean so when i talk to people and i have interpersonal conversation like this it's no different than two people for me painting a, a picture that's what i see okay hence the phrase paint me the picture right you know what I mean? So I see the picture getting paid. I see the different parts of the band creating the symphony, right. the orchestra coming together. You know what I mean? And, and I just see it being the exact same thing for me. So when I have conversation, you talk about loving what you, you want to do like for free. You know what I mean? You and I created this for many different reasons. And even those reasons have sub reasons. You know what I mean? Right. But this is my art. This is what I love to do. Like, this is my passion. This is my way. And I can, I can explain anything in so many different ways. And, and I remember RJ was talking to me the other day about, oh, well, you know, sometimes isn't it just easier to just say it like this, to just simplify it and just use these words? No, it's not a lot of the time. A lot of times because I read so much and I have such a large vocabulary, if I'm going through, and again, my mind is just placing concepts together. I'm not thinking necessarily about the words as I am like, I guess, so how the words and the concepts, you know, coincide. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. How, they're, how they're intertwined. So sometimes it would take me longer to simplify it, actually, than to just go and let spew out whatever the concept that comes in my mind attached to whatever word is there at the moment. Um so, and he was telling me, you know, we're having a conversation about what a good lyricist is and things like that. And I was just trying to tell him how different words evoke things. And I was talking about, you could easily say that the apple is red and round and delicious, but there is going to be a different experience had by the listener if you say that there is a, a deep crimson in the apple that is rotund in its bust. And taste, <laughs> and taste as if it's from the Garden of Eden itself. All right, that Langston is, Hughes. That is who? Langston, Langston Hughes, nigga. Langston Hughes. Okay, I'm sorry. It's Black History Month. Let me not disrespect. <laughs> but it's just like, but what <laughs> all I'm saying is, I mean, it's it, it's words and the shit means something and it feels something. And that's that I've always felt connected to that in the sense that you've always felt connected so deeply to music. Right. Is is what I'm saying. So you've always been trying to find a way to express yourself through music, whether it was the old rapping, you know what I mean? And in, in your early rap group, and then out of that, and then more like a single solo artist and then getting out of that and then wanting to DJ and then just, and just give music to the people. Right. You know what I mean? And going off of their energy and it coming back to you and you getting more pumped up and this mm -hmm. and that, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's the same, it's the same exact thing for me. Um, and so I equate that and I kind of sound like an asshole when I say, and it's kind of arrogant too, also, cause I'm sort of comparing, if you had like a prominent musician or a prominent, uh, fine artist and you brought them a painting and it was just stick figures, they, they probably wouldn't be impressed. Nope. Or if you, or if you brought a two note or a two chord song to Beethoven, he probably wouldn't be too impressed. I, I'm trying my best not to sound so fucking arrogant, but what I'm saying <laughs> is I, I, I do find myself being on the, on the higher end, right, of the spectrum when it comes to communications. And a Genius lot of times, level? and a lot, um, yeah. All right. 
Yeah, actually. Ladies and, and so, gentlemen, hey, you heard it here right. first. <laughs> I don't know what else is. I don't know, man. Whatever. So, I, I, to be honest, a lot of times I'm just not impressed with people's artwork when they present it to me. <laughs> <laughs> you do with that as you may, the information, <laughs> but when they bring their artwork to me, a lot of times I'm just not impressed. And I feel like that is okay. You I feel just... like that is okay for me. I understand like where they're coming from, and I, I can listen because I love to still gain story and insight from people. But as far as the actual techniques used in speech and communication, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm when, not very easily impressed. When you say that, the image that comes to my mind is just like you sitting there and a, a jester. What, what do they call those? Jester? Am I saying a, that right? a je- you, Like a court yeah. jester that comes, yeah, and dances that comes and, in and, and it's not impressive. And entertains. Send oh, them man. to the lion's den. Oh, shit. Like on <laughs> some. Oh, by the way, I don't know about you, but is black or white Michael your favorite Michael? Okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let me not ask that question. Hold on a second. Did your, your favorite Michael Jackson song, was he... He Dark was a white man. Or, he was a white man. He yes, was a white was. man. Yes, what, 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 what song? What, oh, wait, hold on. Let me try to get it. Oh, no, no, you tell me. Fuck. Hold on. You I'm don't sorry. even remember the name? No, of the, I... That jack, that jack is fucking you up over there. It is. It is. Um, How can I, you not I, remember your favorite Michael Jackson song off the top of your head? Are you kidding me? Nigga, I ha- relax. I have the video in my head right now. The reason, well, the reason I brought this up is because you talked about a court jester and sending him off to the Lions. So I'm going to have to bring in Remember the Time. Do you remember the, the time, time when we fell in love? It's you remember my favorite. The time? My favorite Michael Jackson song is You Rock My World. You run my, my world, world, you know you did. You know, know you did. The way you like, told nigga, me. No, that, that's, that no, that's video, my second. That's that, my second. Oh, is it? That's my yeah, first. With Chris, with Chris Tucker? With Chris yes. Tucker? And yes. he was doing the walk when he put his hand oh, on his hat. Hand and he, was, on his hat, he, he bent the, down oh, the shit. Like, yo, uh, that walk you, was I'm Ill. doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. Now, you're not doing it. I am. I'm doing it right now. You're not doing it like Mike. Okay. Well, no. Nobody can do it like Mike. Son. Son, that was an ill video, man. Nick, and that was like right around like uh, rush hour and shit. Like yeah, for sure. yeah for sure. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, remember the time? I mean, it had it had I don't know his name, but it was Evo from Friday. Wasn't uh, Magic, uh, Johnson. Magic Johnson was in there? Uh, you had Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Yep. And I don't know who the woman was, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, what is the woman? She was. A she was the queen. queen. She was. A she beautiful was. That's for melanin sure. queen, whoever yeah. she was. Yeah, nah, they nah, they they killed that. They killed that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nah, so, I mean, I think I think the Michael Jackson that resonates more for me was the white guy, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay. Now I'm not gonna say that because there were so many things. Because you had the Thriller album, right? That came out, and he was he had okay. That was the that, por- that was the Puerto Rican Michael Jackson. Ah, uh, <laughs> that was the in between. That was. He no longer had the big nose, but he did have the darker skin. Uh, <laughs> that was the Puerto Rican <laughs> Michael Jackson. Yo, that All right, man, I'm not doing this. That this nigga is... was in the in between. <laughs> he went from Black Michael Jackson when he was when he was just doing ABC. So that's pretty much like Jackson Five. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was that was Afro Michael Jackson, wide nose, oh, breathing all the white man's air. Oh Michael yeah, I think what Cat Cat Williams said. He said something about like that green <laughs> that green bell pepper nose. <laughs> 
my god, son, that's crazy, man. Yo, this this nigga's transition is oh. remarkable. Is transition musically or facially? <laughs> physically. Man, oh, okay. Physically, his that transition oh. is remarkable. Yeah, like, man, he was trying. Peter Pan, man, he wanted to be the kid that never that never grew up. Hence, Neverland. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. That's what that's yeah. what the whole thing was about. Yeah, I feel you. You know what I mean? Oh I, man, I, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I understand wanting to, because to, life to me is it's a. Uh, I mean, as far as your own sort of journey through it. Yeah. I understand the whole dichotomy between chopping the fat off, taking away and, and burning and killing all these parts of you that you no longer need and that no longer serve you in the in the current climate and your current position in life. Mm-hmm. But and also the holding on to those precious things, you know what I mean, from childhood that you want to keep. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. the the revitalizing sense that you get when you just breathe fresh air and, and you you're curious about everything and things just excite you you know what i mean you want there's certain things that you want to try to keep certain things you want to so i understand the sentiment of michael jackson wanting to be the peter pan i like i understand it but you know it, it, i mean that wasn't gonna be me <laughs> like i would i'm like i ain't finna do all that but like i, I get it Oh man! Shout out to the legend, though. Yeah, but Despite... there's also that that Arrested Development from like a child star. You become yeah. a star straight out the gate. You don't get to really have a a childhood like that. You yeah. Know what I mean? So yeah. I so I also get that. I mean, he he was famous from Jackson Five, so like I get it. Yeah. From that moment, you wasn't just running around on a playground with your friends and doing this and growing up and learning Hell things nah. the way everybody else Choreography was. and all that shit was his and, life. And getting your ass beat if you didn't yep. get the steps right. Yep. And this and that. Yeah, yeah, My, for sure. Joe Jackson sent him to the, to get the switch. Son. The switch, that's wild. I've never gotten hit with a switch. Oh, yeah? Nah, nah, nah. Shit, no, I, my, no, my family grew up with, they just had belts. They, they, belt. they had so, belts, so they didn't have to send me outside to go get a switch from a tree. Belts, they had belts in the crib. Belts, switches, backhands. Gra- I got my, the backhand. The, a few yeah, times. backhands. My grandma, she used to use a, a Hot Wheel track. <laughs> God, <laughs> motherfuckers is getting motherfuckers is getting niggas, creative. Niggas is getting beat track. with any inanimate object. How you get beat with your own toys, like that nigga? <laughs> never look at that toy the same again. Hell no, a little orange Hot Wheel track. You know exactly what I'm talking I, about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we all had that. We all had that. <laughs> yeah, you sit there and make the cars go round and round. Yup. And then a piece of it get pulled, and you get your ass Dang, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, man. I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know about that. I, that shit didn't change me. I was like, man, fuck it. Like, you go ahead, and beat me, nigga. Well, you know what? I, I I don't know if it necessarily changed me. But up, I was the type of nigga to avoid it at all costs. Mm. I mean, you definitely try to avoid it. You just a kid, and you're but, stupid, but some, so you get some caught. people don't. Well, no, okay, okay, Hold I get what you're saying. Wait, no, 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 I, no, yeah. I get what you're saying. Like, ain't nobody saying. going in the house and be like, Dad, beat me. <laughs> no, like, I get what you're like saying. Like, you try to, but, but you're a kid, and but, you're not savvy enough to get away with the shit that you're but, trying to. Like, so, okay, maybe maybe I lived a whack-ass childhood, but I'll tell you one thing. 
<laughs> I oh, nobody's sure, saying that. <laughs> I, I, I tried my best not to do things that would warrant me getting my ass beat. Okay, see, yeah, I, I wasn't, I wasn't on that wave. Oh, so I, I was on that wave. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. That's great. From that's like, awesome. That was, that was probably the main difference between me and my brother, is that mm. I would. Like he would do things knowing the consequences. Right, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And those things I would try to stay away from. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, like, yeah. like, like if I was going to do something wrong, that shit had to be bulletproof. Right. Bulletproof. <laughs> for sure. You had to go out all the stop, pull out all the stops. Yep. You had to write the blueprint down. Yep. Like, yeah, I get it. That you, that you had, shit had to be bulletproof. You knew the ins and outs of all the operations you were putting together as a child. Yeah, I didn't I jump. Th- I, yeah, nah. I, <laughs> I was a lot more careless than that. Nah, I mean. I, I was definitely half-assing the missions, for sure. <laughs> I was definitely half-assing the missions. But, but at the same time, for me, again, it's like, if the punishment, if the possible punishment, if you deem that, I mean, we clearly deemed it I mean, not quite serious enough to where you were going to do it anyway. You were going to do, you know, whatever transgression it is you were about to do. I, I trusted in my planning. Yeah, see, nah, not me. I was like, yeah, there's a good chance I'm about to get caught, but I'm about to go do this shit. Nope. That's how, nope. I, I, that's how I was thinking. Like, nah, I'm going to probably get caught, but I'm definitely going to go do nope. this. Nope. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, peer pressure didn't catch up to me at some point. And, and you know what I'm saying? At some point. Because I did do some shit in my day that, you know, was like, they, why the f- you know what I'm saying? Like, why the fuck would you do that? Right. But, but you know what I'm saying? You live and you learn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was running around. I was, you know, allegedly spray painting the allegedly. city. Allegedly? <laughs> allegedly spray painting the city, you know, going around and, and, and putting X's everywhere. This was I was in my real, like, huge black black power face, you know what I mean? So I'm running around. And <laughs> I'm just Malcolm like, X. I'm just running around. Yeah, I think, like, my MySpace name, like, was, like, Cause you know you could have like a name, Black um, Power Forever. Nah, it was like it was like Malcolm X's advocate. Like that's what it was. I do I was, remember that. I was going around and I was just spray I do remember that. X's, just spray painting X's on buildings and stuff. I like that. absolutely like, remember that. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was definitely doing a lot of stuff. Just, but a lot of it was just stupid stuff. Just like staying out late. Just like. Just not, just not abiding to their words. Just like not heeding their words at all. And just be like, yeah. no, I, I know that you say this, but I, I want to do this. Well, why can't I do it? Because I said so. Oh, well, that's not going to be good enough. Uh, <laughs> it's just not like you. That's not you're not going to explain it to me like that. What do you mean? It's but to, to backtrack about you know our parents raising us. Do you get why they said those? Like, like would you? Let's say you as a parent, would you give your kids more than because I said so? Yeah, a thousand. Ooh, they got yes. to a point. Yes. Do, but do you think they got to a point where they were just tired of trying to explain that type of shit to you? You know what I'm I saying? I don't think, no, I, I think that, I, I mean, I think that I made them better parents. I think that Alexis got better oh, parents. That I, that might I do. be, Okay. I think that I do. I think that they made me a better person. I made them better people. Okay. 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 I, if, I think yeah. if, if it's a collaborative effort, then okay. Yeah. Because you yeah, just sounded mad arrogant just now. No. Look, I, <laughs> no, we're not just going. If it wasn't like, for me, them niggas wouldn't know what they doing. No, no. But but you have you have Julian above me, and then you have me, right? And then Alexis comes like twelve years later. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like Alexis got 
some they got some people that were not there raising Julian and I. Oh, absolutely. These, these are different people raising. I, raising I tell I tell my parents that all the time. I'm like, y'all are not the same people that raised me and MJ. Yeah, Pooh is getting a totally the two different like. Not the same people at all. Yeah, exactly. And like so, they grow clearly because of time and the yeah. things that you know, the personal growth that they went through. But like we changed them as well. They had to understand because, like you said before, you're never quite ready to just have a child. You you learn it on the go. Yeah. So they were learning it on the go, and I gave them a fucking run for their money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they had to. <laughs> so they had to learn how to deal with different sorts of people because because Julian would be the you in this situation, and I would be the MJ. But right. even maybe worse. I don't know to a degree. Because I was giving him hell, and Julian, he would get in trouble in big ways, but very far and few between. Right, right. And I was just getting in trouble on dumb shit, like, every week. Nigga, I used to get in trouble on some shit that MJ did that he wouldn't admit to, so both of us would be in trouble. Mm. Oh, but nah, but you got you got to ride. That's the code, though. You got to ride. Like Julie, Julian and I were the same. Nah, you got to ride. That's, <laughs> that's that's your brother. You got to ride. You can't. Ain't no snitching. We I, well, no, no. We never, nobody, we never we never believed in that. Ain't nobody snitching, but that shit used to piss me off. Yeah, like, yeah. Like nigga. Oh, nah, 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 nah. Actually, wait. No, I'm sorry. If somebody's doing some wrong, nah, somebody's got to speak up. They got to take that heat. I'm sorry. If if it's if it's both people did something, right? Like y'all were both in on it, uh-huh. but one person got caught on some dumb shit. You don't rat the other person out, though. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. That's the thing. But yeah, but you gotta nah. You gotta you always ride if you can in any sort of way. You gotta ride. I mean, if you got a lot of your parents, you telling you don't know exactly. what You gotta ride. You gotta. Yeah. Ride. Hey, shout out, shout out to siblings because shout out to siblings because to be to be completely honest with you. I, I don't know that I would have liked growing up as an only child. Mm, yeah, definitely like, different. Definitely that, a different way of growing. Who, who wants like who like why? Uh, I would. <laughs> I wouldn't want that. He said, "Yeah," because it's it's just like people that um. Well, you know what? You could probably speak on this better than I can because like I have a larger family. You know, I grew up mm. around a bunch of cousins. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know anything outside of that. You know what I'm mm. saying? And like it's just like not having siblings, you know, like right. not having siblings, not having cousins, people around your age that you can relate to, that you like are in house with, not your friends, right? For you know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's I don't I I I don't I just after having brothers and sisters, like I don't know that I would ever not want that. Like, well, yeah. Now that you've had it, you you would never want to take that away because you understand like the immense impact that they've had in your life. Yeah, you know what I mean. But without it, I mean, you just wouldn't know any better. Yeah, it would, I, it would be the same. You you might be on the other end of the fence, being like, I would never want a motherfucker in here with me. Shit. <laughs> me me having to share all my Sharing things. Me shit. having to now I got to share the money or you know what I mean. The like the the pretty much the gratuity. That uh-huh. my parents are giving. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, nah, I'm not. Fuck that. Nah, nah, nah. I can, so I can see that side of it, too. You know what I mean? But but no, I mean, as far as me, I, I mean, I grew up in, you know, like you say, a lot of a lot of education starts at home. Education yep. starts at home. So yep. you're right. Being in-house with the older brother that does things like beats the guy up that steals your bike from you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like sort of like introduces Yo. you to like... <laughs> yeah, and introduces you to things like you, you know the concept you, of women in that way. And things hey, like you that. know what story that just reminded me of, right? 
was it when my brother beat up the dude that stole the bike from me? No, but <laughs> if we're talking about the guy that stole oh. the bike from me, <laughs> if we're talking about him, and we're, and we're also talking about us living together, yes, <laughs> nigga, that was so crazy. Yeah, I never. Oh want, my I, Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to forget about it, but you won't let me. You, you keep, <laughs> you keep, you keep bringing it up every few months. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so I allowed a fuck nigga to come inside the house because he said that he was there for you. I assumed that maybe you guys would have had a previous conversation, and that's why he was there. I was wrong. He was in the house. He was smoking weed. My fault. Okay, that's pretty much open and shut case. <laughs> that, 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 that's it. We don't have to go into it any further than that. That's the open and shut case. If a motherfucker pops up at the door talking about it was Keon here, I just assume maybe. Oh, that's what I, I don't know why you were talking to this nigga that once in, in life stole my bike. But I, no, I did not tell that clearly come over clearly 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 i learned that a little late <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was a little late to the party we were all looking at him like just like what the fuck yeah, are we doing right and now? he was he was just over there just doing his thing like it was just some regular shit have like, you listened to an artist named marlon craft no from new york i don't know who white, that is. white guy uh-huh. no he should he well he's a lyrical dude he sort of has like a jazz rap sort of thing he's really really good but he has this line in the song. He's talking about making justifications for hanging out with people that don't inspire him. Uh huh. How do you feel about that line? How often do you find yourself hanging out with people and you look to your left and right and you're like, these people do not inspire me. They do not ignite a fire of passion inside. They don't do anything. They do not. They're not stimulating my brain. They're, I, what am I doing here? When was the last time? When was the last time you were? Can you speak to a time in which you were hanging out with someone and you looked around and thought, "What the fuck am I doing here right now?" I don't. I can't really speak to a specific time, but I can think back on people um, that were part of my life in the past, and I'm just like, "Why do I? Why am I here? With why was I ever hanging out with those people? Mm-hmm. And, and those people are no longer." a part of my life right you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. and quite honestly i think about that all the time just because you know here's the thing i see a lot of like fuck shit especially on the internet especially on social media right and i'm just thinking to myself like i am so happy that <laughs> none of the people that i can call a friend like a true friend yeah people that i hang out with i'm so happy that none of them are like that or at yeah. least don't portray um you know the they don't act like that around me, at least. Right, right, You know right, what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Because, you know... At least you, they, don't, they don't bring... Whether they do some of this on the low... Yeah. They don't bring any of that energy into my airspace. Exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. right, right, right. For sure. So, yeah, I can't think of a very specific time, but I can say that there are some people in my life where I'm just like, I have no reason to hang out with these people ever, mm-hmm. ever again. Yeah. Um, We were cool, you know, and... I don't know, high school or some shit right. like that. But like, I don't and, need, I don't need, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Whatever relationship that was and however it came to be, it ran its course uh-huh. and, and we can cherish those moments for what they were. And now uh-huh. we, and now we here with it. Yep. <laughs> for and sure. You know what? And you know what? It's funny because like a lot of those people, they, those are the type of people that will, you know, they'll, they'll come around and tell you that, you changed or you know, no, you changed like, you changed up, you switched up. Yeah, this bougie ass yeah, nigga over nigga here bougie, tap like, dancing for the white man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like it's like one, you can't appreciate or respect the changes that I've made in my life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So here you are make trying to make me feel bad because mm. you know I'm not, you know, I'm not willing to 
to to to go back to my old ways and be the person I was when we were cool. Right. You know I'm, yeah, I'm not chasing this antiquated version of myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm not and, debasing and, myself. And, and the thing is, is more than likely those people haven't changed at all, so they don't get it. That's wild. I, I, yeah, I don't know, but people not changing at all. That's really interesting to me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting. Like, thought. Nick, like, like nigga, you learn a lot between twenty and thirty. If you, Ooh, those if are you, most important, bro. Those years are so crazy. If you ain't changed up between twenty and thirty, come I feel, on, I feel sorry for you. Come on, man. You running into people. You running into people with last time you saw them was twenty, and then you saw them at thirty, and then you, they didn't change it. Oh, I guess so. When we went to the high school reunion. Uh, when you, well, you, you, you may, you may have seen some people that was just kind of like, eh, uh, kinda... I don't know. Honestly, I, me, there weren't uh, everybody this. Okay. I'm trying to avoid saying this, but <laughs> my high school reunion, it was just really just like a bunch of white people. They all seemed somewhat successful doing things that they want to do. Right. Um, so I didn't really get that vibe at my high school reunion. Everybody yeah. seemed to be doing Okay. You know what right. I'm saying? They seem to be doing their thing. They seem to be happy with their lives. Um, uh, yeah, I guess so. A lot of that energy comes from what I see on social media. And I may not even know those people, yeah. but I know people that are like those people. Right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no I get it. I get it. I get it. All right, all right. Well, let's go ahead. I know I know you got you got things to do. Uh, so let's let's go ahead and close it down and give give us some last words, brother. Let me say this. And this is, and you know what? I'm going to say shout out to Pop Smoke one more time. I was really getting to know him as an artist. I was really uh, just starting to listen to his music. Let's cut the senseless violence. Like, why? <laughs> oh, shit. Why? Just stop it. It doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't. Like, let's all just live. Let's all live and be happy. I know this will never happen. Yeah, but you but... sound like, you know. Like it's uh, just Yankee it's, Doodle over here. It's just you want you, you want everyone to dance around the campfire and sing songs and roast. No, we don't have to do that. I don't even have to associate. <laughs> I don't even have to associate myself with you. No, nah, you, you ain't I'm gotta, with you. I'm with you. Like that's yeah, that's it, man. Let's I'm just stop you. the violence. I'm with you. Um, my last words. Let's see. Well, dealing with the with the conversation today, I'm just gonna say, everybody, give give the flowers to those while you can. While, yeah. they're still, while they're still breathing. So shout out to all the parents out there. Mom, dad, I uh, I love you. And um, I'm sorry. I was such an asshole. I, you know, I apologize. About <laughs> it. Pretty, like almost every time I see them, like I apologize to them for who I was. <laughs> and I was just like, so hey, you man, guys, you I'm guys sure really they appreciate strong. that. Yeah. Like you guys it, are really strong. Hey, you guys you are know really what that patient. is? You know what that is? Growth. <laughs> you Growth. knew what I was about to say. <laughs> Growth. Shout out to Issa Rae. <laughs> Shout out to Issa For Ray. putting together I'm, a I'm wonderful I'm show. To, I'm about to start uh, reading her book. That I think it's called The Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl or whatever. Yeah. I'm about to start with Yeah, but I can't wait for the next season. Isn't it coming oh, yeah. out soon? Yeah, I think it's coming out sometime this year. Is it 2020? Like, That's what's I think up. so. I think I'm so. I'm with that. I'm with yeah. that. Oh, also, we should probably see, or you might need to take your queen to see a photo uh what is it called? Oh, with Lakeith? Yeah, her and, and Issa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. what it's called. It's um, photo, it's like photo, photo shoot, photo booth, like photograph, 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 photograph. Okay, photograph, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it is. Did yeah. you see it? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. No, I might go up there, roll up there by myself, and, and see it. Hey, man, it's a shout out to uh, Black Romance Films because it ain't a lot of them. 
Oh, uh, so, yeah, man. What's your favorite black romance film? Um, I don't know, to be honest with you. Mine's a toss-up between Brown Sugar and Love and Basketball. I'm not quite sure which one. I mean, those are both two They're classics. Both, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'm not quite sure those, which one. Those, if, if I had to choose between the two, I'd probably say uh, Love and Basketball. Love, yeah, yeah, they're both really fucking good. Yeah. 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 But anyway, all right, man. Sounds good. Thank you so much for doing this yet again. And uh, go ahead about your life, man. We'll talk uh, later. We out. Peace.